0: Uh, Nadia, of course, a household name and something she's achieved in perhaps record time after leaving university with a degree in human nutrition, a well as a dietitian, She then won MasterChef in 2011 and it's been up, up, up since then. Loads more telly, business ventures and now in central Otago running a big farm with her husband Carlos. Books too, including one about Marvin. We must find out more about Marvin, that chook. And the pinnacle of it all, of course a regular appearance on Summer Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Merry Christmas, Nadia.
1: Merry Christmas, Tim.
0: It is becoming a Christmas tradition uh, to have you at this particular time. And I'm sure you're really excited, but how's 2021 been?
1: 2021 has been extremely, a big learning curve. I think that's how I'd best describe it. Yeah, big learning curve, lots of um, new challenges. And things that we that we've never done before, and that we've had to just give a go. But um, overall, for, for us, you know, we we feel lucky. We've been down in the South Island, so we haven't been in lockdown. Um, so it's been it's been a pretty good year for us overall.
0: Yeah, and the the farm you've the chooks you told us about Marvin. We're going to hear a bit more about Marvin the chook. But you you've got lambs now.
1: Oh, we've had we've always had lambs on the farm. Oh, I didn't I know that. People, yeah. Well, lots of people think that we moved to a little lifestyle block. Um, people keep asking me how many how many chickens have you got and I say I've got we've got about two and a half thousand and they're shocked and then they're like haven't got any sheep and I'm like yeah we've got about three thousand so we're like a big proper working farm I think we're actually the biggest working farm in the Wakatipu Basin so we're like actually farming you know we've got a 20 acre organic market garden too so yeah but lots of people have thought we've moved to a lifestyle block but no we're um, actually actually farming
0: Uh, There we are. That's a misconception on my part, because I had this idea of a lifestyle block and, you know, the idyllic uh, existence, pottering down to the veggie patch for a few bits and pieces uh, for lunch and so on. But I do want to find out more about Marvin, because uh, we talked about him uh, last year and the first book about him, and you have another one coming up.
1: Yes, yeah, Marvin's got his second book out. Well, it came out a few weeks ago. Came out at the beginning of December, and it's called Marvin Makes a Friend. And this is again based on a true story. So last year the book was about him hatching, and you know him as a chick, and and I raised him inside the house because it was winter outside, so it was very cold, and raised him for the first like eight to ten weeks of his life. and this book is about him in his confused phase because when he went through puberty so that was at about 12 weeks old 12 to 13 weeks old and he started to crow he became quite confused because he wasn't sure if he was chicken or human and he became really grouchy as well I think the hormones started catching up on him and um Staying yeah he became out the, late he, drinking he was a bit of a prick yeah, so I had to put him up in the orchard with the other chickens, he couldn't live around the house anymore because he was attacking visitors, he was attacking the children, it, was, it wasn't it was very good. But yeah, he went through this weird phase of not knowing how to be a chicken. So this book is about him finding himself and learning how to make friends.
0: Isolation in central Otago, We've those of us who've been in urban areas have learned a particular kind of isolation. Uh, but there's been restrictions on you too, isn't there? You can't see people to the extent that you might otherwise. How do you deal with that?
1: Oh, well, I'm, I'm a real homebody, so I don't mind not seeing many people. Um, yeah, we, I mean we've been in level two down here, so and because we're a working farm, we've continued work as normal, but with those, you know, restrictions of, you know, we do wear masks where we need to. Everyone's got a scanner and, and everything, um, but other than that, it's really been. I mean, there can't be any big events or anything. But other than that, it's been pretty normal. Yeah, well, everyone's kind of got used to it. You know, I don't think we would have thought it was normal a couple of years ago, but now it's the new normal, and you've just gotten used to it.
0: And we will have to continue to get used to it, I think. Whether it gets easier or harder remains to be seen, doesn't it? Uh, We're talking with Nadia Lim, Christmas Eve, and uh, we couldn't possibly let you go without some suggestions for Christmas Day for tomorrow. So we'll come back and do that with Nadia in a couple of minutes. Let's think about what's ahead in uh, 2022 with you. And um, obviously with the farm, you're going to be flat tack. What about my food bag? Where are you going with that next?
1: Yeah, no, continuing with my food bag, and you know, it's going really well. Like our customer base continues to grow, and I'm still um, heavily involved, you know, as their brand front, and we often discuss ideas about um, new products and that kind of thing. Um, so that, yeah, and the, and farm, will obviously here we're on this big farming journey. We're actually filming a TV show about the farm, so we've just started that. We started that a couple of weeks ago. And that will be filmed over ten months or so to capture, you know, all of the seasons. The whole season. And that's yeah. going to be a really interesting one. So the whole aim of this show is to, to kind of arm viewers with how to question things and to hopefully be able to see that, you know, when it comes to producing food and farming, all is not black and white. Nothing's black and white. Nothing's right or wrong. Nothing's nothing's easy. Um, yeah. But there, there seems to be this big gap in knowledge. About around how our food is produced, you know, people will read some a media article or watch a Netflix doco and go, "Oh, we should all be eating like this," and "Oh, everyone should be farming this way." And then, if you're actually in it and you actually know what you're talking about, it's not that simple. It's not just a case of "Oh, everyone should be doing it that way" because there's no one size that fits all. So hopefully, this farm show will kind of show people that and um, and you know get people to start asking the right questions. Yeah, rather than blindly following what they see on a Netflix doco or read in a media article.
0: Am I right in thinking that it's been a pretty good area to be in sheep, recently?
1: Yeah, lamb. Lamb prices have gone up. Yes, that's right. However, um, we we always seem to do things a bit differently. My husband Carlos and I, and so we have actually invested in like an on-site abattoir. So, um, so that they don't actually have to you know go anywhere by truck Mm. and we do a whole end-to-end process so we are actually um instead of it going into a big pool where then we don't know where the lamb gets exported to anything we are delivering ourselves with our team so our team is actually doing the deliveries to restaurants and cafes directly so it's actually actually direct from farm to plate
0: that must make for must make for very very good meat because that whole process is uh, th- there's no doubt about it. it. Doesn't matter how well it's done, must be mm. very very tough on the animal. It's stressful for the animal, and th- that would be reflected in the product.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess you know that's uh, yeah, that's right. So that's the, that's the whole aim. It's to completely reduce the amount of stress that that the animal goes through. Yeah, the whole tracking thing's never been. Uh, part
0: that i like so hence that's what we're trying to change yeah right. uh, we, we c- won't change from one thing and that is uh, asking you for some tips and advice for christmas day tomorrow and you said to me that you might be able to knock up something uh, christmassy in with less than 10 ingredients which would come as a yeah, huge I really, relief I
1: really easily, easily can and um, you know, most of the time we get a, a big um, my food bag, Christmas bag. They're fantastic. Um, but we're, we're rural, of course, so it's, it makes it a bit harder. And I do have so much in the garden. I mean we're, we grow all of our own vegetables and we've got our own um, lamb obviously and all of, uh, and our own wild meat as well. So we've got so much that we need to make do with with what we've got. So we will be doing um, yeah, lamb shoulder on the barbecue. And then I'm just getting um, asparagus and potatoes and salad from the garden. And I'm just going to roast the potatoes, you know, with herbs. Um, Blanch the asparagus with a bit of lemon. Um, And then for dessert, we've got lots of strawberries and rhubarb. So I will roast the strawberries and rhubarb together with a squeeze of orange juice. And that makes them really nice and juicy. And then I'll make some shortbread, whip some cream, and you do like a really really simple just kind of break up the shortbread dollop with whipped cream and some roasted strawberries and rhubarb with a bit of the syrup on top and that'll be dessert so that's voila that's like eight ingredients i should have been counting
0: yeah i wasn't counting but yeah you'd you'd have been under ten voila there's christmas Uh, and let's look forward to New Year. I wish you a very happy New Year, you and your uh, whanau in central Otago, and thanks so much for being with us, Nadia. Have a great 2022.
1: You too, Tim. Thank you. See you next year.